Hello and welcome to the new Introverted Exhibitionist podcast. I'm your host, Robert Jashanik, and I'm going to spend the next few minutes talking to you about my life, my world, and my writing. I am a writer. In fact, I'm a USA Today best-selling author. I've written all kinds of stuff from Star Trek fiction, Doctor Who fiction, and comic books for DC Comics and Ahoy Comics and others, to short stories that appear regularly in magazines that you might have read and anthology projects that you might have read as well. So I've been writing for many years. Uh, professionally, I've been in the game since maybe 2010, 2008, something like that. And I have quite a few stories and novels and essays and poems published out there. Uh, but there's a lot more going on in my life and my world as well. And I'm going to tell you about that in this podcast and podcasts to come. So welcome aboard. Um, I think I'm going to start off just by talking a little bit about this month, October 2019. What has it been like uh, for me? And I have to say it's been really a crazy month, uh, but pretty cool as well. Uh, for the first time, I went to New York City Comic Con, which was, wow, <laughs> that was quite an experience. Um, it was uh, the most crowded event I think I've ever been to, except maybe a U2 concert back in the 80s. And uh, it was really uh, spectacular. There were so many people there from so many places and so many publishers and vendors and exhibitors. It was amazing. It was truly an incredible experience. And I'm so glad I went. I was encouraged to go uh, by a friend. Uh, his name is Justin Jordan. He's a comic book writer extraordinaire. He's written so many things, including um, Luther Strode. You might have heard that, this, The Strange Talent of Luther Strode. That There are several series that he's written uh, of featuring that character. And uh, also uh, Spread, you might have heard of that. And The Curse of Brimstone for DC Comics. He's written for Aftershock, DC, Boom, um, you name it. He's done so much. Anyway, he encouraged me to go to this event, and, and I was a little bit hesitant. It's such a big, big event, uh, and I hadn't been to it before. Uh, I hadn't been to San Diego Comic-Con before either, uh, but I'm glad I went now because it was really a great experience. The crowds were a little tough to take at first. Uh, I'm from a small town, actually, though I've lived in a bigger city, uh, but it uh, was actually very enjoyable after I got used to the crowds navigating, getting around, and uh, finding my way through it. So uh, it was an incredible experience. The cosplayers were, were amazing. Uh, it was just, it was such an exhilarating experience. I went for four days. I was there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and I was there quite a bit. And I'm so glad that I went, even though it was a little exhausting at times. There were plenty of times when I just needed to sit down. <laughs> there was no place to sit and nothing to eat uh, that I wanted to eat, and maybe even not even a bathroom in sight that I could access because they were so crowded. It was, it was something. Um, it really was, but I'm glad I went and uh, came away from that with some really good leads and, and, and some good opportunities that I'm trying to, uh, to make uh, happen now uh, that I'm home from the event. But that wasn't the only thing that I did this month. I, I went uh, to Comic-Con in early October, and then a little bit later in the month, I went to uh, Pittsburgh to see Bob Seger, Bob Seger's um, retirement concert tour in uh, Pittsburgh at the PPG Paints Arena, 
and uh, it was great. I'm a fan of Seeger's. We go way back <laughs> in terms of me enjoying his music and his music having an impact on my life. And uh, I am so glad I went. I'm sorry he's retiring. There really is no need for him to do so. From what I can see, <laughs> he should just keep at it as far as I'm concerned. He hasn't missed a step uh, as far as uh, the quality of his voice, the, the quality of his performance. He just belted out his greatest hits like uh, Old Time Rock and Roll and Against the Wind and Night Moves and you name it, just about everything, just about all of his hits, uh, one after another. And, and it, was, it was a great experience. Again, a huge crowd, but a really wonderful experience. I, I talk about crowds in these two events because, as the title of the podcast says, I'm an introverted exhibitionist, which means <laughs> it's kind of a contradictory term, right? It, it means that um, I am somewhat introverted, I don't always enjoy being out in front, um, uh, making a lot of noise. Uh, we're talking to a lot of people. It depends on the day and the moment and, and how things go. And I know I'm not alone in that. Um, but uh, I'm also kind of an exhibitionist, right? I'm always putting my work out there, uh, writing stories and novels and putting them out there for people to read. And, and I also do enjoy uh, getting out there and meeting people and, and going to signings, book signings and uh, conventions and other events. So I'm a little of both, right? An introverted exhibitionist. That's where the title of the podcast came from. Plus, I just thought it sounded cool. And um, also the initials IE are used in my uh, publishing company, uh, which is Pie Press and then also IE Books. IE Books is my line of science fiction and fantasy books specifically. And uh, so IE, introverted exhibitionist, seemed to fit just right. So there you go. Anyway, October is notable this year because of uh, New York Comic Con and also uh, the Bob Seger Show. And then also I uh, got my eyes checked. I got a follow-up, a second opinion on uh, the possible need for cataract surgery. Because, yes, my eyes have been getting a little um, uh, screwy, <laughs> especially at night. I, I see... Uh, halo effects around um, headlights and, and uh, 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 also, uh, you know, different light sources, so street lights and things. Anyway, um, now's the time to get it done because it really is still okay. I can still get around and I'm fine, but uh, now's a good time to get this taken care of. So it looks like early in 2020, I'm going to get my eyes um, worked on, <laughs> which I'm not looking forward to. Uh, nobody, I think, likes the idea of a doctor getting in there and, and doing some work, but um, it's something that has to be done. Uh, so anyway, that's been my exciting October, and then other things have been going on as well. Um, as I said, I'm a writer, but I also have um, other work that I do um, by day. My writing, my fiction writing and essays and comics, that really is what I do in, at night and on the weekends, but then I also do uh, technical writing and business analysis uh, at a day job on Monday through Friday. So uh, that's been a very busy thing for me as well uh, this last week, a lot going on. And uh, so um, that's my month so far. That's the month <laughs> at this point. Uh, it's been a big month. Um, and now November looking forward, I'm not sure exactly what all is happening there, but uh, there are some exciting possibilities and some exciting projects looking, uh, looking ahead. And, uh, so I'll keep you uh, apprised of those, but I, you know, I just kind of wanted to get to know you a little bit and tell you a little bit about my world and my life. And I thought this would be a good opportunity to start a regular feature of reading some, 
some of my work and also the work of others uh, that I enjoy a great deal. So let's get started with that. This is story time here in the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast. And I'm going to read you a short excerpt from my most, one of my most recent stories. It's called The Asteroid That Stays Crunchy in Milk. And it appears in Boundary Shock Quarterly, issue 8, which is, just came out. And the subtitle of that issue is uh, Asteroid Miners and Comet Wildcatters. So it's a themed, basically it's a themed anthology, a themed magazine published by uh, my very good friend, uh, Blaze Ward. And um, it's pretty cool. It includes some other great authors as well. But we're going to talk about my story for now. Uh, the Asteroid that stays, stays Crunchy in Milk. And it's actually based on um, a character uh, from a cereal that I used to eat when I was a little kid. and I loved it. It was called Quisp. And it's still around today. You can still buy it. It's, um, I think it's put out by Quaker Company, Quaker Oats Company. And um, yeah, it tastes like Captain Crunch, basically. <laughs> it's shaped like little flying saucers. And there was a cartoon mascot named Quisp who uh, promoted this cereal and commercials at the time. And I just, I don't know. When I was a kid, I loved the character, and therefore I loved the cereal. But I wanted to write a story that was similar um, to this, uh, that sort of expressed my appreciation for for that uh, for the that cartoon character and how it made me feel and um, and how it gave me a love of cartoons and fiction, science fiction because it did. <laughs> As a little kid, I mean, let's face it, uh, things like that can have a large impact on you, and this did. So I'm going to start you off here. The first edition of Story Time uh, in the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast with the uh, an excerpt from. The asteroid that stays crunchy in milk. Perched on the rim of the spacecraft that looked like a silver cereal bowl, Commander Quip, the little pink breakfastronaut, blasted away with his handheld ray gun at the core of the monstrous grumpy cloud beast lumbering toward him. A determined glare was fixed on Quip's bright pink face, and the rainbow-colored pinwheel sticking out of the top of his bulbous head whizzed so fast it blurred. His cherry-red spacesuit with the letter Q stamped in green on the chest was charred and torn from his battle with the beast so far. How dare you ruin a healthy breakfast for the gleeful gleeblings of Nutrio-6? Again, Quip squeezed the trigger of his ray gun, and another blinding white vitaminergy bolt sizzled into his target with a Z and a coom. Take that, foul creature, and that. The monstrosity's roar echoed through the twinkling darkness of the Yummyverse making the primary colored planets wobble in their orbits. Reaching out with one billowing gray arm, the Grumptor cloud beast grabbed the ring from a nearby world and tossed it like a frisbee with furious force. The spinning ring whipped around Quip's burbling bullcraft, spinning it fiercely, swinging Quip in crazy circles around the rim. Whoa! The bullcraft suddenly snagged on the point of a crescent moon, ejecting Quip out into space. As he tumbled across the starfield, the Grumptor thrust out a massive hand and snapped him up, congealing around him like curdled milk. Quip struggled as the gooey cloud closed in around him, but he couldn't break free. A surge of frenzied action only tightened the smothering glop, encasing him in one last pocket of air. His strength waned and his head buzzed. Something in the cloud made him sleepy, and his eyes drifted shut only to snap back open to the wailing of sirens in a very different place. He was free of the grump tour, but stuck inside the cockpit of a ship. Lights flashed on control panels all around him, and his reflection on the cracked window before him was not 
at all what Commander Quip would expect. Instead of a little pink spaceman with a pinwheel sticking out of his head, he was a scruffy, sweating human in a helmeted spacesuit strapped to the pilot's chair of a ship called the Paracelsus. The truth flashed back to him as it always did, wiping away the breakfast cereal fantasy. Quip was only his great escape from a terrible reality, the only way he could deal with the harsh facts he had to confront. The facts were these. His real name was Garvey Pope. He was an asteroid miner, and he was already doomed. So there you go, story time, and that's your first edition. That's the beginning of that story, the asteroid that's traced crunchy and milk from Boundary Shock Quarterly, number eight, Asteroid Miners and Comet Wildcatters, and I hope you'll check it out. Uh, but there's that's something that I think you would really enjoy, but at the same time, I don't want this podcast to just be all about me telling you great things to buy, because that's just not why I'm here. I'm here to get to know you, to tell you a little bit about myself, and to just mention things that I think are interesting and fun and funny and, and to share my world with you. So I hope you enjoyed that. And um, I want to tell you a little bit more about where you can find me online while I have you here. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as Robert Jashanik, right? My, my name is spelled, it's, it's a long one, so get ready. It's spelled J as in Juliet, E as in Echo, S as in Sierra, C as in Charlie, H as in Horse, O as in Oscar, N as in November, E as in Echo, K as in Kilo, and it's pronounced Jashanik, Robert Jashanik. So you can look me up on Facebook. I have an author page there that you might enjoy. You can also find me on Twitter as at the Fictioneer. but if you search for Robert Jashanik, you'll find me under that name as well. And uh, I hope you'll check out uh, my website, which is www.robertjashanik.com, right? I have a mailing list that you might want to sign up for. I put out a newsletter every so often that I think you'll enjoy. And in that newsletter, I tell you even more about my world and a little bit about some cool things that you might be interested in reading. And sometimes, and here's the cool part, sometimes I put in some free stuff for you to read that you might be able to find elsewhere, but you might have to pay for it if you find it elsewhere. Or you might not be able to find it elsewhere at all. So there's some cool stuff uh, coming up in that newsletter, and I, I hope you'll check it out. I'm also on Patreon. You can look me up there under my name, Robert Jashanik. Uh, I'd appreciate it if you consider maybe sponsoring me there. And that's really everything I wanted to talk about in this first edition. I just wanted to get it off to a start because I've been thinking about doing this for a while. That brings me to my closing thought. Uh, for this podcast, this first edition of the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast. Um, and that's uh, sometimes uh, we have ideas for projects, right? Uh, more projects than we can possibly do in a lifetime. If you're like me, right? Um, you're always coming up with stuff. <laughs> it's, it's like, bam, bam, bam. There's always, there are always more ideas than you have hours in the day to do them, right? To make them a reality. And it can be difficult deciding which ones you want to do uh, because time is limited. You know, if, if you're like me, you have a day job and it can be difficult to find the time and you have to make choices. Usually I choose, um, I choose to spend my time on my wife, right? Because that's important. Your family is critical and that's something to always remember, always keep in the forefront of your mind and in the, in the, at the top of your schedule, right? 
Um, and of course, the day job eats up a lot of time. Uh, but then I also want to do the writing, right? I try to reserve as much time as I can each day for the, for the actual composition, the actual putting together of words, putting them into the word processor. And that, you know, that takes time. It takes like two or three hours out of my day. I'm lucky if I can put together that much time to work on that. But anyway, the point is, I haven't had time until, well, I, I haven't had time to do this podcast at all. Uh, though I had the equipment in place and, and, I, and I intended to do this, I thought there would be some, some value in it and some fun. Um, but I finally just got around to the point where I thought, you know, I'm in the mood to give it a shot. So sometimes you have to do that. Even if you think, well, this isn't going to maybe um, add to the number of words that I write this month. But hey, it could only take like a half hour or an hour. Even at that, that's not too bad, especially this time of year, right? I live in a small town in the state of Pennsylvania, and um, my part of Pennsylvania is uh, typically not really um, a very temperate zone. We have long um, winters, and uh, they're, I don't know, they tend to be gloomy, dreary, and not always conducive to going outside and doing fun things. Uh, so this is, this podcast is happening during October of 2019. It's a good time <laughs> to uh, maybe uh, find an extra hour in my week uh, to do this. And, and, and I'm glad of that because I really wanted to reach out to you guys, uh, whoever you are, wherever you're listening to this podcast, and tell you about myself and, and my world um, just because I want to. And, um, you know, uh, as, as this path unfolds, I hope to have more uh, cool excerpts to share with you and more interesting news about my life and maybe more insights into um, my view of the world and, and my view of my place in it and the things that happen um, to me and to the people around me because they are kind of interesting, you know? I, I, we're all like that. I think we all have interesting lives. When you get down to it, um, we're always interacting with other people and, and, and having experiences in one way or another that are... Uh, worthy of sometimes a big laugh, <laughs> other times just a shake of the head, um, or other times just, you know, a, a, a feeling that somebody else is, is doing something good, right, and making a difference in, in the world. Um, I have lots of experiences like that. Um, oh, I can tell you something. Here, I'm going to try to always come up with something from my, from my week um, that I didn't tell you about yet, and that's um, this week was kind of interesting. I go to the YMCA. I work out there a couple times a week, and you know, uh, after my workout, it's a good idea to take a shower. I'm not going to go into that too much, uh, but you know what I mean. It's it's a good idea. You got to get cleaned up before you go back to work. I do this. I work out at lunchtime, and this week has been really challenging because uh, the water heater was not working at the Y, so. Um, we had no, it was not working for anyone. So when you went to take a shower, you got a cold shower. <laughs> it was really fun. Not. <laughs> we were all in there just um, hollering uh, just to get through it because you had to get cleaned up. And, and we were just screaming our lungs out um, to get through these icy cold showers. Um, so it was interesting because I didn't think I could get through them um, without, you know, without just chickening out and, and leaving, but I did, and it was, it was okay. I got through the experience, but 
uh, that's not, you know, a hilarious thing, but it, but it was kind of funny, um, to see all these guys in there screaming and just trying to get through these icy cold showers. And, and it was, uh, hopefully that won't happen again anytime soon because it wasn't a lot of fun, but there you have it. So that's my exciting week, right? Um, but anyway, I'm glad that you uh, made it here to this podcast, the introverted exhibitionist, uh, edition one. And I look forward to edition two and those that come after. And I hope that this uh, new tradition will continue and I'll, that I'll continue to, to, to share my thoughts and experiences with you and also talk a little bit about my writing and publishing ventures. So until next time, I don't have a catchy phrase yet. I'm going to try to come up with something, but uh, I don't know. Well, I'll just say until next time, have uh, the most wonderful next couple of weeks or however long it takes for me to get another podcast out. And I'm sure I'll have something clever to, to say uh, the next time. Um, or maybe it'll just be a couple of minutes of just me sitting here and um, just saying, I don't have anything to talk about. Yeah, what the heck? I mean, that could happen. That could happen. You never know. This podcast will probably be full of surprises in that way. But that, I hope, is what's going to keep it interesting, and I hope that's what's going to keep you coming back and listening and enjoying it. So thanks again for coming, and I'll talk to you next time here on the Introverted Exhibitionist podcast with me, Robert Jashanik, though my friends call me Bob, so feel free to call me Bob if you like. And I'll see you, actually I won't see you, but I'll talk to you next time, and I hope that we'll have a lot of fun experiences in the meantime to talk about uh, when we next convene for the Introverted Exhibitionist. Mm-hmm.